This is Markin Out Out. Promotion called All Elite Wrestling. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 13 of Markinette Presents the Wednesday Night Wars, the ongoing saga for brand supremacy between NXT and AEW on Wednesday nights. Thank you very much for listening to this on the Markinette podcast feed. Uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe on all of your major podcasting applications, social media-wise, facebook.com slash twitter.com slash YouTube and Instagram.com slash MarkingOut11 and email us at MarkingOut1 at gmail.com. You can buy our merchandise at ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. And yeah, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at ChrisSweendog. I am also here with Brandon, who you can follow on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing? I am doing awesome as always. Excellent. And the third of our group trio, as you could say, Dave is not here, but you can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Brandon, what's the haps? Hey guys, what's the haps? (laughs) Not much. All right, cool. Let's talk about Wednesday night because it was another wonderful and fun, exciting... What do you want to start off with first, Brandon? Uh... It's not like we have to, a pay-per-view it, it, to piggyback off the of predictions and stuff like hilarious. that. hilarious. You said, what? what do I want to start out with? I was like, uh, let's do Impact first, and forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, it's, uh, let's start with AEW. AEW's. All right. And you kick off the show. I, why don't I have my... Wow. Stinks. I don't have my AEW notes pulled up. I have two of the same notes. Silly me. Because I look at notes for this show. So how do we start off AEW Dynamite, Brandon? Well, I mean, you start off by pulling up your notes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, started off uh, with a big match in John Moxley picking up the victory over Ortiz. This is They said uh, Ortiz's first singles match in 2016? Which is, like, blows my mind that, like, I. but I guess when you're doing the indies, you don't really... But also, too, and, they were, and you're in a tag team. Yeah, they were an Impact. Oh yeah, that's true. And they just ran house on Impact, which, which and they did a fantastic job. Uh, Post match, however, it looks like the inner circle is going to come down to beat up Moxley. He then takes out the keys of his. Now the price of this car is seven hundred and fifty thousand um, dollars. And well, he drove it off the lot, so eye for an eye, stabs <laughs> uh, stabs uh, Santana in the eye. With the key. So, really an eye for eye. It's going to be, they're going to have to call it uh, All Elite Pirates soon. Dude, and then the, the the promo afterwards that they did later on. Yeah. At, the, at the, the inner the... circle, Jared goes, who's, who stabbed somebody in the eye? I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. Uh, so, last night, like, w- uh, I'll talk about it now. Like, when Jericho came out to do commentary, since we talked about Jericho, he just walks out. He's so cool. I text message Dave and our friend Sal. I say, man, who is cooler than Chris Jericho? And Sal ruins it and puts a picture of two cold, 
Two Colt Scorpio. Oh, and oh, why did why did Jim Ross? Why did Jim Ross have to say it's not too cold, Scorpio, in the ring? I'm he not did, that senile. He did say that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Wasn't even paying attention to it. During yeah, during uh, uh, SCU's match. Oh yeah. He was saying, uh, folks, it's not too cold, Scorpio, in the ring. <laughs> That's so funny. I, like I don't know if he like I don't know if I was just not paying attention at one point and he said too cold, Scorpio, by mistake or something. Maybe he did. I don't really pay attention to commentary when I'm watching AW. Some things I pay attention to, but well, you know. I mean, Jim Ross was calling out calling out the referees, and he's also no, but he's also calling. He's like he's like calling out commercial breaks. He's like, yeah, but we'll be right back after this. Uh, for most of you, we'll we'll stay here. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, whatever, uh, it's fine. I like Jim Ross, but I don't know. I feel like this three man team is kind of like melding a lot more. Yeah, but they should really have two and get rid of Excalibur. No, man, he's awesome. <laughs> it should, honestly, it should be J.R., Tony's, Tony Schiavone, and Taz. No, you need Taz on a different show, which he's been doing darks, right? Uh, yeah, as of this week. Yeah, so uh, we spoke about well, SCU. We mentioned week, SCU. Uh, they picked up a victory over Best Friends with Orange Cassidy with the cool that... uh. Code red, super, uh, you know, super kick type thing, which is cool. I like my that. First, my first Orange Cassidy spot that I actually, like, enjoyed. Oh, yeah? During this. Yeah, when everyone was, like, uh, taken out. Oh, yeah. And they were lying <laughs> on the, the mat outside. And he uh, went next to them and just lied down and put his foot up. It reminded me of Damien Mizdow, so I popped for that. Yeah. No, I thought that was, that was – did you see his new shirt on uh, shopaew.com? Uh, I did not. It's just a, a portrait of his face. Oh. Yeah. Um, but See, I yeah. could never wear a shirt like that. I, I don't – I try to stay away from having faces on my shirts with the Why exception not? of – With the exception of the one where I own one with my face on it, but – You do? Yeah, but it's not the one that we almost released. No, we didn't almost release it. There was no. I made it, and you, both of you, and Britain, no. Dave were like, "Nope, you didn't. You didn't make it." Yes, I did. No, Nick Matocho did. Oh, the B, the uh, B, whatever it is, BWF or the Brandon B L F. Yes. Okay. Sorry. And yeah, we almost released it, and then I, if I, for some reason, I, I guess I maybe had like second thoughts or whatever, and then, uh, and then from then on, we had. I did masks. I think we need to do like a limited edition, like because that's like the hot thing these days. Are people like, yeah, we've only got fifty of these shirts made. Uh, get it now while you still can, and then they sell out. So let us know on the old Twitter machine at Marking Out if you want us to release the unreleased Brandon shirt that we were going to uh, release. It's not, it's not gonna happen. Why? It's not gonna happen. I'll make them myself, and I will mail them all out myself. That's not. That's not necessary. We can release them on MarkingOut.com. Get some traffic to the website. Anyway, after the match, though, the Dark Order hits the ring, beats up SCU, best friends, takes out Orange Cassidy, and then it's Christopher Daniels who runs out, and the Dark Order backs off. Yeah, that's like he's their king. He's their leader, but... Do you think he's the exalted one? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what to even believe where, like... I, I just, I, I don't know. I hope it's not Matt Hardy. I hope... <laughs> I hope Matt – like, how, how do you waste Matt Hardy in WWE? I don't know. I just hope there's more 
chapters for Matt Hardy in WWE and that it doesn't turn no. out to be. He's not coming back. It, dude, if it turns out to be Matt Hardy and uh, he goes to AEW, they're like... It's like a set thing. That's it. It's over, boys. We did it. Marked off my mark bingo board. Yes, I love that thing. I I gotta post. I want to post it on our Instagram. I thought I thought that was really funny. I thought the fiend in the bottom right corner. If you if you don't if you don't know what we're talking about, there's so every uh, Thursday, Mel, uh, Alvarez releases the uh, <laughs> numbers for it, the numbers for both shows, and the thread that's on there is fantastic. Because people are like, so somebody on this thread made up a bingo board, but it's not bingo, it's Mark. So there's M-A-R-K, and whenever you see somebody on the thread say like something like, um, you know, capital, lowercase letters, or you see them like, like, oh, it's over, boys. I have it saved in my phone. But somebody, I- somebody literally tweeted with like the asterisks, like, oh, cue all the you work for, for uh AEW comments or whatever, and somebody then responds to the to that person, like telling them off, and I'm like, that guy was clearly joking, and then he ends up saying like, oh, then he used the wrong terminology or whatever. I was like, I'm I'm pretty sure it's literally you that just didn't get the joke. So yeah. then I started. I was like, should I like, should I maybe say AEW wasn't great last night <laughs> and like start an argument with the guy? You should have. I, I did. I think this is going to be like my highlight of Twitter for the week is Thursday at 4 o'clock when they release the ratings so I could just watch this and look I, at all how big of losers people I did are. Tell him. I did tell him. I was like, it wasn't It wasn't that great. And the yeah. guy, the, the original guy goes, let him have his moment. <laughs> there's people There's people in this world whose sole success in a day is thinking that they bested someone on Twitter. It's important to him. He thinks he <laughs> won. And he goes, I'm on your side. And then that's when I said, should we change uh, views for the hell of it and say AEW sucked last night? You should have. And then you'll be <laughs> if you want to see a bunch of real loserdom, go no, out. I, I go, did that, though. You did? You watched uh, Eric's uh, new documentary show? Oh, yes. I did watch that, but I that like that's completely not for me. But maybe it's for other people. I he, liked it. Now, I, I'm I enthralled. He, I popped. He put put stuff in there for me. So yeah, he put more. He well, he also put a marking out uh, logo in there. So shout out to uh, Montreal Broski, late night with Broski. Go check it out. Uh, let's move on to uh, next. Just another. Oh, just a weird, weird match. Uh, Sak- Yuka uh, Sakazaki. Yeah, I'm terrible at this. Makes her uh, Yuka, Yuka Sakazawa. If you're Jim Ross, no offense, but she picks up the victory, defeating. Dr. Britt Baker DMD, which I was not expecting her to do. Um, after the match, though, Britt Baker gets pissed off, grabs the ring bell, and uh, Ref Aubrey puts herself over, grabs the grabs the ring bell. Crowd goes absolutely bananas and then goes back to not caring. Yeah. And uh, then she puts her mouth on the rope. She puts Yuka's mouth on the rope, kicks it, and Aubrey is then seen putting blood and a tooth inside of Yuka Sakazaki's mouth, to which then we see blood pouring out of her mouth and a tooth. So, Yeah, so she lost. She allegedly lost a tooth. Um, I was yeah. watching it. I, I saw somebody on Twitter say how good that match was. So I was pumped for that match, and I watched that match. I was like, what the hell was that person talking about? And then 
To top it off, they did that thing with the referee. I was like, you see her put it in her mouth. Why is this happening? <laughs> I was so disappointed. Yeah, no. It was it was just real, real strange. I'm like, like I understand. I get Britt Baker's uh, heel turn, and I kind of like it. Just kind of makes her not this, you know, white me baby face that she's been since she uh, came to AEW. So I'm kind of liking this, uh, you know. Evil Did side you, of Britt Baker. I didn't like. Discuss, I, we didn't discuss this because we didn't have the the show. You were out. Did you watch the the Jerry Cruz episode? Half assed. So on that episode, she's cutting her promo, and like in the middle of it, I didn't they just, see- she, like they just give up on it. <laughs> and and then people like the the week after, she was like full blown heel or whatever, or like turned heel or whatever, and everyone's like, oh, that that was like all part of it, blah blah blah. You don't understand it, blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't know what to believe because I saw reports that it was because there were too many cruise ships going, uh, doing their horns and stuff. No, rats. Because they it probably so knew that bizarre. was Jericho Cruise. They're like, yeah, let's ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up with this. Yeah, WWE sent cruise ships down to the Bahamas <laughs> to ruin the taping. <laughs> yes. Next up, huge eight-man Atomicos action as the Lucha Brothers and the Butcher and the Blade pick up the victory over the elite of the Young Bucks, Adam Page and Kenny Omega. I'm totally b- big about this because it kind of shows you the dissension between Adam Page and the elite. Um, everybody got their stuff in in this match. You had your you know, typical you know, Young That's Bucks. What the, the, the full match was that, though. Yeah, everybody just getting their stuff in. It was so weird. Like I saw somebody else say how good this match was. I thought well. it was great. I, it, to me, you know how like when a match is about to end in WWE when it's like a multi-person tag team match and everybody then like at the end of the match gets their stuff in this was just everybody getting their stuff in the entire time the whole match but like you started off with some good chain wrestling with you know you gotta say how dang good pepper parks is because he you know he was a lot of that match to start off um and then the tag team fluidity that him and andy williams have together is just outstanding and then the one my one gripe is this to just be really super marked about it Kenny Omega hitting all of those Snapdragon suplexes, they looked so sloppy. Yeah. Is it just me? I I, I don't it's very like Mark fanboy for me I to know say. If, if you ask Jim, he'd agree with you. I know. He's just like taking guys and just going, uh like twitching yeah. back. I, I I just wish they wouldn't have Paige Omega and the Young Bucks together. And I wish honestly, I would Parts of me wish the Young Bucks would just be singles competitors. Yeah. I don't know. They know their thing, and they're uh, they're sticking to it. Uh, but more Kenny Omega stuff is after this you know, match, Kenny Omega just had to stay in the ring. And uh, was about to be... Which was int- a ter- terrible, which terrible was, segment. I like this, actually. Dude. But yeah. anyway, so Kenny Omega's in the ring. Pac interrupts. Uh, he's backstage with Riho. You know, trying to get Kenny Omega to have this match. He accepts. Uh, Pac then says he's not going to beat up Riho, but the Beast is. And Nyla Rosa powerbombs her onto the Japanese table. Not through the table because it didn't break. And then she proceeded, instead of talking to Riho, talk to the camera, which was so weird. But I don't... Break of the fourth wall. Are we supposed to know that Kenny Omega is dating Riho or like, I don't understand. 
Like where know. has been where where has been the the connection between the two of them? I don't that know. We're, that we're supposed to be like, oh, that's there was that right. one thing where they saw they were backstage together. It was like a couple weeks ago. That's it was just so random. Like it just doesn't. It, it like I've seen every episode of of Dynamite, and I don't recall them doing like, hey, we're like a tag team. Yeah, true. Truth to that. Um, next up. After this good uh, mid-card action, Super Bad Kip Sabian picking up the victory over Bad Boy Joey mid-card. Janela. It was the main event, brother. What? It was. I said mid-card. It was the main main event, brother. That's it. They they main event their first dynamite. So you know they've set this up for a couple weeks. So good match between these guys. Kip Sabian gets the win over the roll up. It was a cheap win, yeah. Yeah, cheap win, but that's what they're trying to go for here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Luke Harper. What do you mean, Luke Harper? Uh, well, he used to do the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. You you thought you missed a part from AEW? No, I thought you were just trying to you know tell me to keep going to the next segment, which well, was Luke Harper wasn't part of the next segment. No, the only person that was was MJF and Cody Rhodes, as Cody Rhodes received his lashings. How did, I I I want to know because I feel like you're going to tear the segment apart. I'm not. I just there were parts of it that i didn't get but like what like brandy Rhodes coming down yeah well especially because are you aware that like her group disintegrated well kong's going to film glow now allegedly what i'm hearing but did you see that like did you even you don't watch aew dark right i not that much so on aew dark this past week kong ends up getting attacked by mel and, yeah, because they had to write her off. And Luther. Okay. No mention of Brandy there, whatever. And it was just like the oddest thing. I don't know why you wouldn't write her off on TV since it was like a big storyline they had. Yeah. So that was weird. But And then all the heels coming out during it I thought was weird. Well, that was to make sure nobody got involved. You, I, for, that, you forget then, make... last week on AEW... Uh, Dynamite, they had that outstanding B-roll with MJF and the Butcher and the Blade in the in the back of the Butcher Shop, which I thought was oh, un-incredible. Right. I did forget about that Acolytes yeah. Protection Agency segment. Dude, it's... No, but it, like, they make them like the, the, like the, like the real bad guys in, like, some, like, cop movie. You know, they get they, paid uh, off by the rich guy and stuff like that. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, but uh, and Pepper so Parks I guess now, really now that makes small, it makes uh, more sense that they were out there. But yeah, and then but I just I hated the the Bucks running out to cheer Cody on. I hated the Brandy thing because she's supposed to be a heel. Yeah, no, that I mean that was a, that was the big talk of it. But like, Cody's take Cody wants this match really badly, and so. I know a lot of people are like tearing it apart, saying it's like like Tommy Dreamer did it first and it it is I think Yeah, but then 2 years ago Bubba Ray did that to Flip Gordon. Yeah, but in what company? Ring of Honor. <laughs> exactly. There was not on like a national TV or anything. Okay, but regardless that's one But I think marketing out. I do think it was very similar to Dreamer and and Sandman but at the same time completely different. 
I, I didn't mind the segment. I just I don't get the whole like I don't understand why MJF needed that as a stipulation. Like, what is the the meaning behind it? I, like it doesn't connect with me. He's as to trying why MG, to make. MJF he's trying to make Cody Rhodes do everything. He's trying to beat Cody down to the ground before he gets a hand on him. That's what he's and, trying to do. And if, if if Cody is willing to jump through all of these loopholes, he knows that he seriously wants a match with them. And when I heard he request the lashing, I thought he was going to use Cody Rhodes' uh, weight belt and he used his own. Probably hundred dollar yeah. belts. Yeah, would that not have made more sense? Uh, or... yes and no. Yes and no about that. So I don't know. But I, you know, I thought the segment was well done. I mean, it was a little bit too long for my taking. You know, all the uh, NXT marks are like oh, they're just doing this because WWE did it a month ago. Because <laughs> they wait. Because WWE did what? Did uh, the the strap match? Oh yeah. Well. No, because this was announced beforehand. Yeah, and then all the AW marks were like, "Well, this was announced. I didn't do that with." Uh... <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, all it's in a... all, though, I thought this was a very goofy episode of Dynamite. Why? Just like from, I guess you know what I got lost from that stupid referee spot. <laughs> it all went downhill from there. You didn't pay attention after that. No, no, I paid attention. It just like that one spot, man. That like broke the episode for me and then during during the eight-man tag jim ross is like i literally have no idea who's legal like the referee this is more than a 10 count what's happening here yeah but because everybody has to get their moves in that you can't have these rules just can't or you need better you need better booking and you can't have people do stuff like that you can't have matches like that you can have an eight-man tag and not have everybody in the ring at once. That's like that's a possible thing. We didn't even mention the the promo after that match with. Uh, that wasn't a match. What? That wasn't a match. That was a last. No, the no, no, the promo after the match with uh, with uh, the elite. Oh yeah, I don't really. Where <laughs> I don't even know where Adam Page got that giant. <laughs> Thing of uh, of beer from there was a PA down on his knees right after it holding a pitcher of beer for him. That's right. That's what it had to have been. Like where did he pull it from? <laughs> yeah. The, the the young buck was like, well, maybe this is the reason, and like takes the beer and then he pulls out a pitcher. Where was the pitcher? I didn't even see a table. It was great. It was great. Um, let's move over to and then the... a, and then a fan jumped MJF. Oh yeah, that's right. So strange. People, Which I thought was part of it, and they just like, like it, who is that? If it was part is. of it, they would have made mention to it. I thought it was like a Dark Order thing. You know, speaking of making a mention of it, I don't know if they made mention of uh, the guy in the Super Bowl doing the Zero Miedo taunt. I don't think they mentioned it at all. How do you not, how do you not mention that? That's because a huge it, thing. Because they didn't win. It doesn't matter. It's still the Super Bowl. It's the most I, watched the gimmick in the in the universe. I know it's the biggest gimmick in the world. It's like fifty million times the ratings of AEW and NXT combined. Hey, no, it's it's all right. We we got them, boys. We beat the Super Bowl. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, let's head off through to uh, Winter Park, Florida, NXT on USA Network. Uh, started off with just. Re- I mean, I get it, but it was just. 
I yeah, liked the I liked my, the intro ish where they came out in the custom golf cart, which I thought was just like okay. I mean, I get it. They won Pete, the Dusty Pete Dunn looking like he has the time of his life with uh, <laughs> with Matt Riddle. Yep, absolutely. Uh, they're then interrupted by the NXT Tag Team Champions. This sets up for NXT Portland, the winners of the Dusty Cup against the Undisputed Era. Then what I think was hands down, in my opinion, the worst. Promo or but worse, it's like saying concept. Matt Riddle thing though, but it's it went on for too long. I'm sitting there and he's just keeps saying how much fish could Bobby Fish fry if a Bobby Fish could fry fish. I'm just like, they're really doing this. I'm like, this is so silly. I despised it. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, this is what they're doing. And then a bro drop. And then I, I just think it's like that's Matt Riddle for you, but or I Matt liked... Matt Riddell and Pete Doan or whatever. I Pete like the Dune. fact that Pete, Dune. Pete Dunn says at NXT TakeOver they're going to smoke on Disputed Era. That was great. <laughs> Honestly, they might actually become champions. Who knows? They probably are going to become champions. And then, I like I like this team. It's like you get like the 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 funny relief from from Matt Riddle and then the, the straight guy cop. who's also funny as well because it's it meshes and, and clashes at the same time. It's a good cup, bad cup thing. Yeah. So, but yeah, next up in singles action, Angel Garza picks up the victory over Swerve Scott. Um, is it me? Or do you just find this kind of weird that he's going yeah. back down to NXT, as he says he wants his cruiserweight title back, but yet he just debuted on Monday Night Raw in what like a serious role, so you know, mid card role. I found it so strange. I think Zelina Vega should have been here with him. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And it was very weird because throughout the whole match, the fans did not boo him until after the match was finished. Yeah, until he got on the microphone again. And it's like, even watching Monday Night Raw, it's bizarre to see him get booed and then get booed as much as he was getting booed to then mm-hmm. go to NXT and he's like top baby face. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but it, this match, just, this match was fantastic. Oh no, the fantastic high-paced uh, cruiserweight match. So all uh, about it. Next up, you had a backstage segment with the undisputed era shaving some guy's head, which I uh, I put out a shirt that they didn't respond to. What shirt? I, I I like wrote a custom thing. I got my head my hair cut by Roddy nice. Roderick Strong. Sick. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter is shown in the in the house, Ten Hut, which I think they should have more of that. What, like more more legends and stuff sitting in the crowd? Well, do you for think that they did it because on AEW they had the? Well, uh, they they uh, said Sergeant Slaughter was there promoting WrestleMania thirty six. Where's so WrestleMania thirty? Oh, WrestleMania thirty six this year. Yeah, it's in Tampa. So he was down there doing press for it. And I guess they went. Hey, to... why don't you come three hours down to uh, Orlando? It's not three hours. It's like two. It's like one. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Hey, listen. Uh, but he got a nice match to watch as Dominic Dijakovic, I finally got it right, picks up the victory over Killian Dane in a uh, battle of the big men. It looks like now it's going to be Dominic Dijakovic facing off against Keith Lee for the NXT North American Championship at Port uh, NXT Takeover Portland, which I thought was already like set in stone when he defeated Damian Priest. But you were wrong. Yeah, 
<laughs> That's it. You were wrong. Um, That's not my fault. No, not your fault at all. Next up, you had a split-screen interview between Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor, just going back and forth, hyping up their match in two weeks at NXT TakeOver Portland. Which Johnny Gargano... Um, They're probably sitting right next to each other. <laughs> Finn Balor was the one, I think, that said... No, no, who said that... Was it Johnny? Johnny said he wants to challenge the, the longest-reigning champion, right? Okay, yeah. And if you, it, that's an incorrect fact. Finn Balor is not the longest reigning champion in NXT. Because you're going to say it's Pete Dunne because he's it's NXT not Pete UK. Dunne. It's not Pete Dunne. He's Asuka. like probably in second place. But yes, it's Oscar. All right, Mark, so, calm down. No, he needs to challenge Oscar for a takeover. Good. Let him do that. Uh, after this side-by-side, you had Mercedes Martinez uh, again picking up another victory, this time over the uh, returning to the ring Casey Catanzaro. Which I liked uh, earlier in the night. They aired a promo for Mercedes Martinez. I wasn't expecting to, to see her wrestle. And they the did promo. one right before the match uh, for Casey Catanzaro. Casey, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Which I'm so happy she's back. I'm so glad that like things turned around. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, next. And, and I'm, I was expecting this match match to be short, but luckily it was like it was actually a match. It wasn't just like a, a quick squash. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Undisputed era still looking for Tommaso Ciampa, uh, but they are interrupted by Tommaso Ciampa. He gets beat up by the Undisputed Era. The Broserweights run down. William Regal sets up a match for later in the night. Uh, next up, after this, you had Jordan Devlin picking up the victory over Tyler Breeze in what would, I thought was another outstanding yeah. cruiserweight match. Um, I like the beginning of this match where Tyler Breeze is going for his entrance and, Ty- and uh, Jordan Devlin kicks him right off the apron. Somebody edited it. Yep. To You saw the edit? Ah, uh, that was, what's his face? Exa- well, I saw Xavier, Xavier Woods. Woods tweet about it, yeah. Yeah, that's I, I saw him tweet about it too. I thought it was outstanding. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see where this uh, cruiserweight reign goes for Jordan Devlin. You think he's going to bring it over to NXT UK? That's I. That's what I asked the last time. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Next up, you have a big contract signing, which really doesn't happen because Charlotte Flair comes out and cuts off Bianca Belair. Which then yeah. is up. Then Rhea Ripley comes out. I thought out of this entire promo, Bianca Belair shined the most. Well, I think I don't know her facials and stuff were kind of goofy to me during this, but like it, it seemed like like way too much acting there. Okay, yeah, no, but I thought it was funny too because it's like she's she's like, oh, champions are talking here. And then you see her, she's like giving that weirdo face that she was doing. <laughs> yeah, it, there, there's like a weird. A really weird picture. I think if you go to www.com right now, let me just go there. Let it load. Let it load. Yeah, if you go to www.com right now, it's the video, the thumbnail of the video with Charlotte, Bianca, and Rhea Ripley. (laughs) Bianca's face is so funny in that. It's too good. It that that. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I have, I have a, a, a folder in my phone of all just like weirdo faces that people do. I have like The Rock in there. I have Xavier Woods. I have Chuck Taylor. I might have to crop this out. So I have that face in there too. If you're on a Mac, all you got to do is click and drag. Click and drag what? <laughs> the, the, the video picture. It'll take the thumbnail. No, I just do Command Shift 4 so I could just crop out just her face and the side of uh, Charlotte's yeah, boob. Or, or you could just click and drag and then do it. Yeah, that too. But I thought this was great. Ned doesn't accept Rhea Ripley's challenge for WrestleMania. but It's because she's going for The Fiend. <laughs> that's it. 100%. I am going, going to for the challenge fiend. The Fiend. 100% she's challenging The Fiend and winning the Universal Championship Mania. You think so? I don't, but... <laughs> Dude, if Tessa Blanchard is winning the championship at Impact, I could see WWE doing some something like that. I really that... can see them do something like that. And that then, like, we get the end of the Fiend character or whatever. I don't know what... It's like... I don't know where the Fiend character even goes from, from where it is right now, but... But that would have to be your main event of WrestleMania. Like, Brock and... Like, Brock and... Drew McIntyre's strong, but it's not like last match of the night. It, it, this is real match. But if it, I, honestly, if it was Charlotte versus the Fiends, I'd be about it. <laughs> like I could see it happening, and like I, 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 at this point, it's like I don't care. I don't. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind it at all. It's something new that we have not seen and probably wouldn't ever see. Yeah. So. But uh, I I like this whole uh, confrontation between the three of them. Yeah, I know. And, and a lot Flair, of star power. Flair starts room. trashing NXT, and she and and Ripley's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute! I didn't come to your place and disrespect your house. You're not going to come to my place and disrespect the people here. And then they 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 teamed up and took her out, beat her up. That's it. That is it. So Next. I'm assuming maybe we'll see post uh, takeover flair. Post yeah, okay, I can see that too. Or post takeover. Unless the uh, fiend, dude, I'm, I'm I'll I'll be all for Charlotte Flair versus the fiend. I'm pushing for that on Twitter. Yeah, I'm I'm about that too. <laughs> I'm actually, all for that. I'm about that too. All right. Next up, after a great promo, great match, as the. Broser Waits and Tommaso Ciampa picked up the victory over the Undisputed uh, Era via disqualification no, no. because Roddy no, gets I, involved. I, I, yeah, I think it's a no contest in WWE's books. Okay, but Which anyway. I, I didn't even think we were going to have the match because they all started off brawling to begin with. Yeah. Uh, after the match, though, Undisputed Era gets the upper hand as X marks the spot and Adam Cole tags up Tommaso Ciampa. Who does such a small X? Well, I guess never mind. That, that was a pretty sense. big X. It, normally, you do it in the middle of the back, but I, I remember thinking that last night. But then I remember also it because Cole's finisher is a shining wizard to the back, so yeah, to the to the neck. Last shot. Uh, but anyway, while this is happening, lights go out. Two five twenty appears on the screen, and the return we all expected it of the Velveteen Dream. Comes out on a Hogan esque tear, taking all, all the Undisputed Era, ripping off his pants to reveal Marina Shafir's face and Roderick Strong's son's face and Velveteen Dream. And on the back, instead of saying, Call me up, Vince, it says, Call me Marina. Call me up, Marina, yeah, which I thought was great. So, does this set up a match for Portland? Do you think they do this 
get this out of the way. And do you think Velveteen Dream then goes to NXT TakeOver Tampa and wins the NXT title? Uh, from Adam Cole? Um, I I can't see that happening because there's already six matches announced. Okay. But it is a Sunday night um, a Sunday yeah, night that's, show. that is true. Yeah, there is a possibility of because it being a standalone event. And not a part of a WrestleMania weekend or uh, but, you know, a big, big four weekend. But, but. Um, TakeOver 25 was a standalone event that had uh, two kickoff shows, or not two kickoffs, two uh, NXT tapings. Okay. And one, two, three, four, five matches total. Interesting. So, I don't know if they're going to add more. We also... They, they added last week, they added Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox in the street no, they, fight, which is awesome. That's right, they added it. That should be awesome. Stoked about that. Anyway, ratings-wise, AEW wins again. 925,000 to 770, if I'm not mistaken. Um, thoughts about this, Brandon? I, honestly, I don't care about ratings. I just like the better product. <laughs> I just I'm they happy watch, that we get a lot of people can watch what they want to watch. I just like NXT a lot more than I would ever enjoy AEW because everything that I've seen from AEW, there's like little bits and pieces of good things, but a majority of the stuff I just like I, I don't I just it's not meant for me. I guess yeah, true. Hey, different trucks for different pro- folks. You know, I thought the beginning with the whole fish fried fish thing was ridiculous, and you loved it. I, I didn't say I loved it. I just, that's you like, did. to me, I did not say that. I just think that's like standard Matt Riddle. Like, mm-hmm. that's what something, like, Matt Riddle will be like, oh, bro, how much fish could a fish fry fish if a fish could fry fish or whatever. Yeah, I'm looking at You the... said it perfectly, and I messed it up. Yep, because I'm great. And on that note, I'm, that was episode 13? Yeah, dun dun, dun dun, dun dun, dun dun. What? That's Roman Reigns' theme song. I meant to do Taz's. Okay. It's too similar to do. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, yes, I, it is. Taz's theme song is... It's the same theme song. All right. It's, on that note... War Game or whatever. As Brandon Butcher's... War Machine, the, I mean. Theme music Jesus. by Kiss. Um, Facebook... Dot com slash marking out twitter.com slash marking out youtube and instagram.com slash marking out 11 also e- by the way do you like do you like that charlotte is being used in nxt as well i'm all about it because there are should- all those because there's tons of people who like complain like oh they're using main roster people yep that should we should put that add that to the bingo board that might even be up there is it i don't know i was looking at it but uh, anyway, I'm going to go continue to look at this. Uh, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Um, follow me on Twitter at ChrisSweenDog. Brandon on Twitter at BTTG161. And Dave on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. And until this Saturday when we release another episode of Marking Out, we wish you the... The... Best, best of luck in your future endeavors. endeavors. Have a fantastic week. No, it's not on the uh it's not on the board.
No, it's not. But maybe they should replace the fiend and put that there. Yeah, I don't get why the fiend is there with the free spot. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you always have to have the free spot thing go. 